Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and this morning show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about the day that was in the sports world, including our athlete of the day. We then talk about the games coming up today, what bets we like, and we finish it all off with our competitive hedge parlay of the day. It was a loaded weekend in sports, and I hope everyone had a great weekend overall. Had the opportunity to attend the Saskatchewan Rough Riders opener, uh, and it was a great game overall. So very exciting times here in Saskatchewan. Anytime the CFL is on, uh, people are tuning in. So a 30-13 to 13 win over Hamilton was great. But let's get into our episode today. It is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and a cash-out option, and many, many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, MLB, and even CFL as well. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. The Bet99 mobile app can be downloaded directly from their homepage on the website. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 on live chat. So go to bet99.com and make an account to get started. Please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so, and it's available to people in Ontario only. So let's talk about Athlete Shoutout of the Day. Has to go out. Oh, wow. We didn't update the graphic. The athlete of the day has to go out to Rory McIlroy after one of the better Sundays that you'll see on the PGA Tour. Uh, great finish when you've got the, the trio of Finau, of JT, and of Rory. You're in for an exciting finish. You had Justin Thomas made an early charge, but Rory kept matching him. Finau made a late charge as well, including that bomb on 18 to finish in solo second. But the man of the hour was Rory McIlroy. He finished at minus 19. He even missed some short putts on the back nine late. He could have been a lot lower, but still a great event. The Canadian crowd was amazing. He's the defending champ, although three years between each victory, given we didn't have a couple of tour events up here in Canada due to COVID. So the crowd were excited. It was a great time overall, and Rory really stuck it in there at the end to Greg Norman as he passed him in career wins as well, given everything that's happening with the Live Tour. Now, when it comes to last night's bets, Portugal money line versus Switzerland, big yikes on that one. One to nothing, Switzerland wins. Uh, not to say that Portugal didn't outplay them. We'll get more into that later on in the show, but it is a shame to see them drop the points on that bet, unfortunately. Mets win that one four to one. Player prop wise, another bad day as well. We had the Vladdy Guerrero home run at plus 350, but whiffed on the rest of them. Had a couple of pitching lines that missed by one strikeout. And then Mookie Betts once again didn't deliver. It's a shame to see that we can't seem to get that player prop to hit. Might have to fade him altogether for a little bit here. But the day that was recap is what's up next. And we are going straight to that Canadian Open. McElroy winning by two over Tony Finau. As we said, Justin Thomas made a push, but faltered late in that round. But we had Rory winning the event at plus 900. So that was a great hit for the show. Half a unit on that one. So you'd be up five units with that hit. Burns and Finau, we had both in the top 10. So both of those cashed. We had Mitchell top 20 as well. 
Tyrrell Hatton missing the cut. It was a great week overall for the show when it comes to uh, betting future bets, plus 13 units on all of those plays. And head-to-head wise, we post those plays on our social media page, Comp Hedge Pod. We were up over three and a half units there as well. So great week betting-wise. Now, a lot of this week had to do with the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. Obviously, the Live Tour got started up. We saw Charles Schwartzel won their inaugural event, took home $4.75 million. Pretty impressive purse for what was a pretty lackluster field. But I think this is where the distinction needs to be made. And, and Jay Monahan made a great point of it on the broadcast. This is essentially an exhibition tour that we're seeing from the Live Tour. You know, the field's going to get better next week with Bryson and Patrick Reed being there, but it is still very top-heavy. Schwartzel was a bit of a surprise to win the event, but Monaghan also made a good point of, have you ever had to apologize for being on the PGA Tour? Which is true, you haven't, because they do a good job of taking care of their players. Could they do a better job? Definitely, and I think that's why some of these guys made the decision that they made to head over to this exhibition tour. But with the U.S. Open happening this week, there's going to be a ton of crazy media happening. I'm assuming guys like Dustin Johnson, Bryson, Reed, they're going to be getting it pretty big from the PGA Tour media especially. So those will be some press conferences to watch. Um, We've already seen quite a few that were uh, a little bit contentious when you have reporters asking, you know, would you play in a league if Putin had it? And guys saying, well, I'm not going to deal with hypotheticals. But you could deem it's pretty much the same thing given what's happening with the Saudi government. So great week overall at the Canadian Open. Don't want the Live Tour to outshine what was a great event overall. You know, you saw Corey Connors make a great Sunday charge. Justin Rose, he shot a 60 with three bogeys on the final day. He had three eagles in that round. So he was on 56 watch for a little bit there before closing with two bogeys on the final three holes. But Fun Sunday, fun event, the Canadian Open. I wish they could get a better a better slot when it comes to when the event happens. Some guys skip out because the U.S. Opens this coming week, but they also used to be the week after the British. So the Canadian Open does tend to get screwed over a little bit in that regard. And so hopefully we'll see them be put in a better spot moving forward. We didn't get a chance to talk about Tampa and the Rangers yesterday. We were away. So 2-1 to one for Tampa on Saturday. Vasilevsky made 20 saves in the win. Stankos scored in the second and third for Tampa for them to advance. Shesterkin made 29 saves in the loss. And Vetrano with the lone goal for the Rangers. But the Rangers are going to have an interesting summer coming up. They've got a lot of free agents. A couple RFAs in Kako and Guthrie. Uh, And then you've got Cup, you've got Mott, you've got Strom and Vetrano. Those are all UFAs. So they're going to have to make some player decisions. Maybe they bring in some different talent. What we learned this year is that they've got an elite goalie. They just need to put the rest of the pieces around them. And that sets up a great cup final that's going to begin on Wednesday. It's going to be between Tampa Bay and Colorado. This is a, it feels like it should be an offense versus defense matchup, but both of these teams score relatively well. The, the Avs were fourth in goals in the regular season. Tampa was seventh. Goals allowed Tampa was sixth and Colorado was ninth. And neither are great on the penalty kill, but their power plays were both top 10. So we're going to see a fun matchup. You got the Hedman versus Makar matchup, two of the better defensemen in the league. You've got Stamkos, Rantanen, Landeskog, Kucherov. There's so much talent in this final. I truly do believe it's the two best teams that we're seeing square off in the Stanley Cup finals. 
and I cannot wait to tune in every single game. Now, MLB, MLB lines, we had Guardians 6-3 to three over the A's, the Yankees 18-4 to four over the Cubs, the Brewers 4-1 to one over the Nationals, the Braves 5-3 to three over the Pirates, the Diamondbacks 13-1 to one over the Phillies, the Blue Jays 6 to nothing over the Tigers, shout out to them for hitting on our bet, Rays 6 to nothing over the Twins, Orioles 10-7 to seven over the Royals, Astros 9-4 to four over the Marlins, Rangers 8 to 6 over the White Sox in the 12th inning. Reds 7 to 6 over the Cardinals. 2 to nothing for the Giants over the Dodgers. 2 to nothing for my Boston Red Sox over the Mariners. 4 to 2 for the Rockies over the Padres and capped it all off with the Mets. 4 to 1 over the Angels. I don't know why we keep going back to the Angels. Well, they don't appear to be playing very good baseball. Now, WNBA wise, the Sky won 88 to 86 over the Liberty. Uh, Emma Messiman, she had 20 points, 11 rebounds, and 5 assists in the win. Ionescu, uh, she had a triple-double, 27, 12 assists, 13 rebounds in the loss for the Liberty. The Storm won 84-79 over the Dallas Wings. Stewart had 25, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists in the win. Alicia Gray, she had 20 points in the loss. Mercury won 99-90 in overtime over the Mystics. Diggin Smith had 28, 5, and 3, while Heinz Allen had a double-double, 18 and 10 in the loss. The Fever won 84 to 80 over the Lynx. Nalissa Smith finished with a big double-double, 21 points, 14 rebounds. And Ariel Powers almost had a triple-double herself, 15 points, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists. You could argue this was the best weekend of WNBA action. They were all within single points. He had an overtime game as well, saw a triple-double. Great basketball over at the WNBA. Definitely go and tune in to their league pass. It is very cheap and great basketball. Now, Nations League-wise, Spain won 2 to nothing. Soler had a goal in the 24th, and Pablo Sarabia, he added one in the 75th as well. This is a deserved result for Spain. I don't think that anyone thought that they were going to lose this game. Uh, they went into this game at home. They had 76% of the possession as well against the Czech Republic. Overall, they were just outmatched, and Spain took advantage. Unlike in the other games, Switzerland wins one to nothing over Portugal, and the goal came in the first minute. Seferovic scores early in this one, and Portugal then dominates the rest of play. They had 58% of the possession. They had eight shots on goal. They just couldn't get through in this game. This is still an exciting group moving forward as we head into the second legs of these games. You got Spain in first on eight points, Portugal on seven, and then the Czechs at four with Switzerland bringing up the rear at three points. Now let's talk about big games on the slate today. And it is a big slate today given the fact that we have the NBA Finals once again. Golden State are minus four today versus Boston. The over-under is 212 today. I think rebounding is the key to this game. You look at the last two games, Golden State was plus 13 in their game four win, and Boston was plus 16 on the rebounds in game three. A lot's going to be made on the Golden State side of, is Draymond finally going to be better? Because he still wasn't good in game four. They won in spite of him. It took a special Steph Curry performance to come back and win that game for Golden State. And will Clay finally get things going for them? He has not played well in this series. Uh, the points look great, but when you look at the shooting splits, not great for him. And so he needs to be much better for this Golden State team. They've got home court back. That was the huge thing about winning game four. 
Now they have the edge best of three with two home games, but you can't afford to lose this one tonight. If you lose this game, Boston can go back and close it out in six. And that's just not a spot that you want to be in. If you're golden state, Jason Tatum, he didn't play great down the stretch of game five. So I'm expecting him to be a lot better today. Smart has played. Okay. He's played great defensively, had a couple off offensive nights. So I expect him to be much better. And Jalen Brown, arguably their best player so far in the series. I think he's going to show up in a big way as well. So we're going to have a few player props out later on today for this game. But I do like I do like Boston tonight. I'll say that much. We'll see if they make it into our parlay card later on. Uh, we also have a couple Nations League games today. We have Denmark taking on Austria. Denmark, they lead the group. They're also at home. Minus six, 116 is pretty good value on this game. Just trying to stay away from Nations League. We've been on a little bit of a cold streak here, but I do like Denmark, the value there at minus 116. So if you're looking to throw that into a parlay, I don't hate it. The other game is France versus Croatia. This is one that I do like because at a certain point, France has to wake up. They have not played well. There's a reason why they sit last in this group. They have yet to win a game. They have two draws. So I think that they at home today could have a good day against Croatia, an aging Croatia side as well. This is not the same squad that went to the World Cup final where they lost to France. So I do think that France has a great edge today in that one. Now we do have one game line that we're leaning but we're waiting on this is a game that we're likely going to bet on, but we're going to wait closer to first pitch was going to have golden state and Boston in this one, just because you have Robert Williams, who's a game time decision and you have Otto Porter on the golden state side, but I still feel pretty confident with where I want to go with that game. So I'm going to leave it out of here. But the one that I am including is Arizona versus Cincinnati. The diamondbacks are at home. They were last night sitting at minus 165. I'm going to look at what the updated odds are now for that game. They're down to minus 150, so that's why I waited on this one. I was hoping that it would get closer to minus 150 by the first pitch, but I'm probably going to bet on it regardless. If it continues to drop, that's even better. Merrill Kelly's going today for the Diamondbacks. He is sitting at a 5-3 and three record with a 3.32 ERA. And then he's taking on Mike Miner, who's 0-2 with an 8.64. I just think the over-under line is also 8.5 on this game. I do like the over there. I think the Diamondbacks are in for an offensive explosion today. So I am rolling with the Diamondbacks likely later on today. See if we can get that down to minus 140 even before we bet it. Now, as we said, player props lines. We post all of those on our social media pages. That's where our official plays are always posted. So be on the lookout for those probably early afternoon for those ones to go out on our social media accounts. But with that, let's get into our competitive lay of the day. This is our daily three-team parlay. No odds worse than minus 150. Only looking to put out winners here. And so the first play that we like today on the slate, we're going with France first half money line versus Croatia. We've been burned on this one already, but at a certain point, the quality of France has to shine through. If they actually get relegated in the Nations League, then they have a lot of concerns heading into this World Cup in the fall. I just think they have to get going. They are at home. Croatia's ahead of them in the group. They realize that if they pick up three points today, then they're in a much better spot to qualify or to at least stay up in the A side of this. 
So I like the first half money line value. It's plus 100. If you're looking at regular money line, it's closer to minus 180. So I'm rolling with the first half money line today at plus 100. Then we've got Twins money line versus the Mariners today. This is plus 100. I don't like Chris Flexen. Uh, I just think the fact that he's coming into this game with a 2-7 and seven record, a 4.36 ERA, despite the fact that the Mariners are, are at home, I just don't love this pitching matchup for them. They are going up against Chris Archer, where he is 1-2, and two, but he does have a 3.65 ERA. So if he can get the bats going, then they're going to be in a really good spot. So I like the value here on the Twins money line at plus 100. First pitch on this game isn't until 10-10 Eastern time, so you've got plenty of time to bet it, but we really like it early on this morning for the competitive hedge lay. And then Boston plus 4.5 versus Golden State at minus 120. I'm buying the half a point here, but I do think that the Celtics have potential to win this one outright. I still like them to win the series in six. I'm just not willing to bet the money line. I think I'd rather take the value play minus 120 when you can get four and a half points on Boston. They've already proven they can go in and win in Golden State. I think Golden State's very fortunate they won game four. Had the Celtics not melted down and Steph had an absolutely special performance, then I think they win that game. And we're talking about them potentially closing things out tonight. So I do like Boston plus four and a half. I think it's great value overall. So the odds on the parlay is plus 633. Really like that play. If we're going with an alternate play, this would be if the Twins and Mariners don't go, then I would lean Lance Lynn going for the Chicago White Sox today. The value there is minus 130. The Tigers are coming off a tough uh, tough series against the Jays. I do think that Lynn is the much better pitcher in this matchup. Um, going up against Ronnie Garcia, who's 0-1 with a 4.5 ERA. Lynn hasn't pitched, so I do like him still in this game. So I would say that's the alternate play today for the show. White Sox money line at minus 130. But we appreciate everyone who tunes into the live show every single day. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time talking about who won game five of the finals, how the MLB slate went, and then start looking maybe into some U.S. Open futures and some other great things. But Thank you, everyone who tuned in, and we'll see you tomorrow morning for the Daily Competitive Hedge podcast.